The bagpipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rab Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1. G1 Reeds and Chanters were played in 8 out of the 9 winning World Championship performances in 2017, including the newly crowned Grade 1 World Champions in Vararian District, and also for some bands, including the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So many thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, welcome along to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you? Hope you're all keeping the very best wherever you may be. Thank you for clicking that download button or hitting the stream button or whatever. Because yeah, it's awesome to have people around the world joining in on the conversation about our wonderful instrument, the almighty bagpipe. Yes, we are the show for the piping folk. So if bagpipes are your thing, we're the show for you. So thank you very much for joining us. Last week's podcast, if you didn't catch it... Oof, yeah, you should go and check that out because it started a bit of a conversation. Yeah, we were talking about ear protection, or ear protection, hearing protection. Yeah, we were talking about the use of earplugs or musician kind of in-ears kind of stuff. It was all very interesting, the conversation we had online and a lot of people... Uh, saying that they can't use them, say they muffle the sound too much, and then that started an argument with the people who were saying, well, you really should be concerned about your hearing. Anyway, this informed a good lot of conversation we had online about hearing protection over this past week. So thank you, <clears throat> first of all, to everyone who enjoyed last week's podcast. It was incredible. I really didn't expect half of the reaction we got. And uh, yeah, I think it's kind of... Brought it to the fore, I think. It's got a lot of people thinking about using hearing hearing protection. And it is something that maybe we should consider as musicians, you know, looking after our hearing. Anyway, if you are interested in that conversation, check out last week's podcast. It was definitely an interesting topic, I think. One that had legs. Yeah. So, with each and every podcast, we normally do try to bring you some listener mail. Now, for some unknown reason, our listener mail has been incredibly quiet over this past number of weeks. Because this week is no different. We've had no listener mail. Just nothing. So this section is completely blank. Which is a bit... Yeah, it's a bit rubbish. So, yeah, we would urge you to please get in contact with the show. It's always great to hear from you. And if you do have any questions or anything like that, or even possible suggestions for Topic of the Week, please do get in contact with us. Email us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Now, that's not to say that we didn't get any commentary through. We did. We got quite a number of uh, back-and-forward conversation, but it was all through Facebook and Twitter and everything. There was no nothing really long-form for you guys to bring to the podcast. So, yeah, no listener mail this week. A lot of commentary, but yeah, nothing yeah, really of a story or anything to tell. So, yeah, please do email us in and hopefully we will have some listener mail for you on next week's show. Oh, also, don't forget to send us some uh, voicemails. We love getting voicemails. And I did say in last week's podcast, we haven't got any voicemail in a long time. So, what you can do is record a little recording on your cell phone. It's very simple to do. A lot of... Uh, smartphones have voice recorders just record a little clip asking a question or even a shout out to whoever you want and yeah we'll bring that to you on the podcast and it'll be great anyway there you go so that's the email address and the listener mail out of the road very very quickly at the start of this week's podcast so let's get into it time for the piping news <clears throat> now for those of you who missed last night's live show on fuse fm you would <clears throat> you would have known most of the stories i'm going to be chatting about so A lot of people seem to have mentioned that we listen to the live show and then you repeat yourself and talk about all the news that you've just spoke about on the live show. So let me explain that first of all before we get into the piping news. The podcast was originally conceived for people who were missing the live show. And I understand that catching two hours of live radio at God knows what time in the morning, if you're tuning in down under in Australia or South Africa or even in the States, you know, the times cannot be convenient to catch those two hours. So this is what the podcast is for. It's a catch-up 
on everything that you missed on the live show. So I hope that explains it. Because I did have a few questions. Oh, you've already talked about that. Yeah, I talked about it on the, the live radio show, but I haven't brought it to the podcast. So there is stuff on the podcast, however, that doesn't make it to the live show. That's what makes the podcast kind of special, because as the live show rolls forward, I sometimes never get through my script. So, yeah. This week is that. We had the the amazing Andy McGregor in the studio. And it was just awesome chatting to him on the live show on Fuse. Fantastic guy. Really, really knows his stuff when it comes to piping. And it was awesome to get chatting to him. So, yeah. I didn't get through any of the piping news on the live show. So, yeah. Here you are. You're going to get caught up on your piping news. <sighs> yes. Let's start. <laughs> this past weekend, depending on when, of course, you're listening to this, but this is recorded on the 15th of November, 2017. The Levy Invitation invitational solo piping and drumming event took place this past weekend that was of course in livingston in scotland now these people were invited along to come and compete a kind of an open form kind of format and to say that the music produced was just incredible you should really go and check it out all the full videos of all the performances uh, from this invitational solo and piping and drumming event it's all available on drummingondemand.com I think it's the website address. So, yeah, you can get all of the videos of all the performances, and I would urge you to go and check it out. But, as I said, it was a competition, so that means we have some prize winners. Starting off with the drumming, MSR. The first place went to Mickey McKenna of St. Lawrence Atul, of course. So, well done, Mickey. Second place went to Marcus Wenlock, and third went to Jake Stafford Jorgensen. So, there you go. Congratulations. That's your MSR drumming. Piping MSR. First place went to Chris Armstrong. The legend! That is Mr. Chris Armstrong. Second place went to Dan Nevins. And third went to Brian Elbrick. There you go. So that's your Piping MSR. Now there was an event following these two MSR events called Freestyle. And it was really freestyle. If you actually get a chance to check out the videos, you're going to get your ears opened. (laughs) Some amazing performances. Really creative Definitely worth a look. So, the results of the freestyle competition was first place was Leslie Galbraith. There you go. Well done, Leslie. Second place was Marcus Wenlock. And third place was Glenn Crichton. So, there you are. Go and check it out, as I've said. We have shared out the link, of course, on the Rab Show Facebook page. So, you can go and check it all up there, as always. Grant, Inverary and District are in concert. Now, I have mentioned this I don't know how many times, but people are still contacting the show, asking me how can they get tickets. So I feel I have to answer it again. So forgive me if I keep repeating myself, but it's because I keep getting asked. <laughs> so Inverarian District, of course our current world champions, are going to be in concert May 4th in Tully Glass Hotel in Balamina here in Northern Ireland. Now this concert is pegged to be something special because something like this doesn't ordinarily happen where a huge world championship winning pipe band decides to have a concert at a small kind of intimate venue at a hotel in Balamina. So this is going to be pretty amazing. Tickets are £20 and are available for from any Ballybreast Pipe Band member. You can contact them through their social media, Ballybreast Pipe Band, and yeah, you can reach them on Twitter and your Facebook, all that sort of stuff. Plus, they have a standalone email address, InverariConcert at gmail.com. Very simple, very straightforward, InverariConcert at gmail.com. Send them an email, say, tell them I want tickets. Because, the reason I'm mentioning it again is because reports have it that these tickets have been flying off the shelves, so to speak. They can't keep them. So, they're urging me to remind people not to be disappointed and get your tickets now. Because we know the concert isn't until May and we know some people could maybe wait until the last minute. But we're telling people this is November and they're nearly all gone. So, get your tickets now before... Yeah, you could be disappointed. So there you go. £20 a ticket, but trust me, I think this will be well worth it at twice the price. So definitely, going to see the giant band that is the amazing Inverary live in concert. Yeah, on the 4th of May. And of course, I'll be there. No show without punch. I will have to be there because, come on, who's going to miss this? 
So, yeah, hopefully here on the podcast we'll bring you some exclusive backstage interviews, possibly some recordings from the concert, some good stuff coming from that. So, yeah, we'll look forward to hearing the show. Right, on to other piping news. The National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland. We've been talking about them for a while, and of course they are a prize winner of the Big Rab Show Awards. Of course, best live act of the year. Uh, So, best concert of the year, so with Thunderstruck. So... As I've been saying before about the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland, they will be releasing this concert as a live recording. Yes, they're releasing it as a new album, and we've just confirmed that they will be releasing it in December, as far as I'm aware. According to looking at the band's website and their Facebook and all of that sort of stuff, they have been kind of teasing it, saying that it's very slowly coming together and it's in the final mixing and mastering kind of stages and all that sort of preparation stuff. And it's looking like we could be looking to have the album in our hands by December. So just in time for Crimbo, you're going to get your mitts on this concert. So, it's a Big Rab Show award winner, this show. And by all accounts, everyone I have heard who's been at that show has told me it was epic. And these kids who play in this youth pipe band were so talented and put on such an amazing show, it was astounding. And it's, yeah, it stands to reason that you guys, the listening public of the rap show, voted for it in your droves and put it on the top spot ahead of some huge concerts that happened this past year. So I cannot wait to hear this album when it drops. For full release details and everything, we're still keeping our ear to the ground, but at least we now have a month when it should be out. So if I hear any concrete dates of when it is out and how, better still, you can get your hands on a copy, I will let you know here on the podcast. So stay tuned. The National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland are due to drop a big album very, very soon. Okay, BBC Alba. Now, I've mentioned this, I think, before a couple of times, but they have some incredible music on BBC Alba. Now, I am very aware that a lot of you international listeners may not have access to BBC Alba or the iPlayer or anything like that, but I'm I'm sure if you search around, hopefully you'll be able to find it. So... The reason I'm talking about it is because BBC Alba have aired part one of the World World Pipe Band Championship coverage and it's nothing short of amazing. It really is fantastic. BBC Alba have produced a show for us piping fans. Now, the BBC Scotland version is the one where we see uh, Bob Worrell and Jackie Bird and there's a lot of talking, there's a lot of interviewing, and there's a lot of explaining going on. Like you have Bob's commentary coming on and we have Jackie and she's interviewing kids and stuff and all of that. But BBC Alba has produced kind of a purest, kind of a piping fan show. Basically they show the bands and that's it. Very little in the way of introduction or explanation. It basically is, for instance, here's Boghall. And Boghall play their MSR, they play their medley. Now you get to see both sets from the opening rolls until the end. Right through, no breaks, no commentary, no interviews, <laughs> nothing like that. So the coverage is simply fantastic. And thank you, BBC Alba, for airing this. And yeah, long may it continue. If anything, for us hardcore piping fans, it's something that we have really wanted. And BBC Alba are providing that for us. So yes, thank you. Go and check it out if you can. Get access to the BBC iPlayer. Uh, it is available online. You can go and watch it on demand. And it's really worth catching up because you get to see these performances again and just listen back to them and remember just how awesome they were. Uncut. Oh, no commentary. None of that kind of stuff. Very, very well produced show. Definitely worth looking at. Right. Now, bear with me with this next story, Okay. Because it took me a little while to try and understand this. And I'm still not sure if I quite fully understand what's going on. But I do remember it happening last year. I'll precursor all of that. What am I talking about? Clear my throat. The annual meeting of the UK-based Solo Piping Judges Association... Have had their annual... They had their annual meeting. And this happened in Perth this past Sunday. Or, let me see, is it going to happen? Yeah, November 12th. Sorry, I've got that completely wrong. See? (sighs) Wrong already. 
So yeah, Sunday, November the 12th, this meeting took place of the Solo Piping Judges Association here in the UK. Now, this might only draw a handful of about 60 of them or so apparently from the group, but apparently this group of the Judges Association has further reaches into the piping world because some of the decisions that are made by these solo piping judges also have repercussions for decisions made in the piping world of bagpipe bands in general. So not only do these guys have a lot of sway in the solo world, but they also have a bit of an influence in the band world. So they're having had their giant meeting where, let's get it into perspective. Last year, these guys, the Solo Piping Judges Association, met last year and passed the rule where teachers were unable to judge their pupils. Now let that sink in for a little while. Because this was a massive shake-up in the solo piping judging scene. Because, as I'm sure you're aware, a lot of judges are also tutors. They teach a lot of people how to be good solo pipers. And this also had repercussions then in the band world where they followed suit with something similar. So, with that in mind, we're looking towards this meeting that they had this year to see exactly what's going to happen. What also makes it interesting is because, yeah, it's it's just, I think they're having a bit of a shake-up as far as their leadership is concerned. It's looking like most of the leadership of that association have already completed their three-year term and attendees at the meeting are going to be having to vote to get in a new leadership. So it's looking like, yeah, all very boring and all kind of very by the book and by the dot the page kind of thing. But we could be getting a whole brand new solo piping judges association who have overarching decisions to make for this incoming year, which could have really earth-shattering results for us in the bagpiping pipe band world so i guess very long story short an incredibly interesting meeting happened on november 12th and we have yet to hear what decisions were made from this meeting i have yet to hear anything that has came from this meeting because last year we had this earth-shattering boom tutors can no longer teach their you know their students Now, that had massive repercussions all around the piping world. And now, all of a sudden, this again, another big meeting has held with this uh, judging association. And all we're really hearing about is the shake-up of the leadership roles, really. And that's about it. We haven't heard anything else. So, mm, I'm going to put it out there to you guys, the listeners. Have you heard anything from this meeting? Because I certainly haven't. Um, Did any of you even know the meeting was taking place? (laughs) (laughs) Because again, that was kind of a, it's not top secret, but it was kept quiet, I think. It isn't widely publicised, but I'm sure, you know, unless you're on the Association of Solo Piping Judges, you're not going to know or even care. But yeah, this meeting does pass some big decisions in the past, and it does have repercussions for us in the band world. So it will be interesting to see if anything does flow from this meeting as we roll forward through the rest of the winter. So Yeah, if I do hear of anything, I will let you know. And please, in turn, if you guys have heard anything that's happened from this meeting, please let me know. Email me, bigrabshow at gmail.com. I'd love to hear it. Right. Excuse me, frog in my throat tonight. Ah, let's talk about Kelsey Drummond. Yes, hello Kelsey, how you doing? I'm giving you a shout out on the podcast. I also talked about you on the radio show there last night and yeah, got a bit of a reaction. Kelsey, for those of you who don't know, has an amazing new YouTube channel all focused on tenor drumming and pipe bands in general. Awesome. You should really go and check it out. Just type it into YouTube. Kelsey Drummond. That's K-E-L-S-E-Y. Drummond. D-R-U-M-M-O-N-D. And yeah, you should go and check her out. Because her latest video was nothing short of a masterpiece. It was a bit of fun. And it got a lot of people in the piping world, especially through our social media, all joining in and having a bit of fun. Basically what she did is she filmed a game that I play a lot with my mates here at home. She played a game of Guess the Pipe Band with her brother. So she sat down with her brother, says, hey, let's play a game of Guess the Pipe Band and turn the camera on. And it's hilarious. It's the best fun. So basically she plays an introduction of a pipe band or maybe a selection of a tune or something. And yeah, the brother has to guess who it is. Now you talk about hysterical. Oh, my word. Sometimes I... uh, Yeah, it was so funny. Because 
as much as I was screaming the name of a band that I thought it was, and then I got, got it completely wrong. So, it, yeah, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. So go and check it out. Kelsey Drummond and her amazing new YouTube channel. It's all based on tenor drumming, because she's a tenor drummer herself. Well worth checking out. And at the end of the video, she did make a bit of a howler, and I think I got a lot of people laughing and a lot of people saying this is awesome, because she asked, was St. Lawrence a place? She thought that St. Lawrence was the name of like a town or a village or something. And no, Kelsey. St. Lawrence is not a place. But then again, I think everyone has been very loudly screaming at her online saying St. Lawrence is not a place. So, hmm, there you go, Kelsey. I'm sure you know that St. Lawrence isn't that by, by now. <laughs> Grant, now, I want to talk briefly about the Scots Trad Music Awards. Yeah. This happens each and every year, and these awards get bigger and better as each year rolls around. Now, for those of you who have caught the Scots Trad Music Awards before, you will know that they have a prize in there for Pipe Band of the Year. Now, one such pipe band that is nominated in there, of course, are our current world champions in Vararian District. But there are others, and I want you now to go and check out the Scots Trad Music Awards on their website. Yes, because what I could do is I could sit here and list all the nominations, all the acts, everything. Because there's so many bands in there that have piping-focused music in there. So many great new albums were released this past year. So many amazing pipe bands. So many amazing solo pipers. Just the piping world is incredibly well represented there at the Scots Trad Music Awards this year with a lot of nominees that really deserved it. And yeah, it's up for public vote. So you can go and check them out. Just type in the Scots Trad Music Awards and you can go and vote for your favourites. All you have to do is click on the Vote Now button and there you go. You get a full list of nominations and you can run through your favourites and yeah, vote away. Happy as Larry. And then, yeah, at the end of it, they'll have a big award ceremony and it'll all be televised and I think I'll even broadcast live on the radio and all this sort of stuff. So it's kind of a big deal. It's kind of cool. Yeah, so... <clears throat> Good luck to Inverary Industry, of course, nominated there for Pipe Band of the Year. Plus, all everyone else is in the category. I know I'm glossing over that, but it, yeah, trust me, it would take far too long for me to sit here and read through all the nominees. Uh, yeah, I've done it before on previous radio shows, and in fact, I thought it would take maybe 10 minutes to read through the list, whereas I had to dedicate two hours because it was just, yeah, oh, wait till you hear these guys, they're awesome, they totally deserve to be live act of the year, or wait till you hear this, album of the year, what do you hear, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it just gathered legs, I think, so, go and check it out, trust me, the Scots Tried Music Awards, the nominees are up and now available for public vote, including the one that we possibly would be really interested in, which is Pipe Band of the Year, so go and check it out, it's up there now. Just Google or you, whatever. Other search engines are available. But Scott's Trad Music Awards, go and check it out and place your vote. Now, <clears throat> bringing it closer to home here to Northern Ireland, the County Armagh Drum Major School are holding a night. A bit of fundraising entitled Bring It On, which I think is an amazing title. So it's going to be in the Marketplace Theatre in Armagh and it's featuring such bands as Klaus Kelt, Drumlock, Tully Lag and Drum Corps, and, of course, the Armagh Drum Major School. Now, for full details, of course, you can check out the Big Rab Show Facebook page. We have all the details of when it is, how you can get your tickets, and all that sort of stuff. It's all up there. Definitely worth checking out, because, yeah, I'm sure I'll be chatting about this more closer to the time. So, yeah, because some big names act, act in there. Klaus Kelt, Drumlock, and, of course, the world champion, Tolly Lagan. There you go. Worth checking out. Shameless plug. Right, I have to give a shout-out to Andrew Douglas of the... Piper's Dojo. Now, of course, we've chatted to Andrew before on part one of our learning journey, so Andrew is still continuing to churn out the real good stuff at the minute. Yeah, he's released a video on his YouTube channel. Very simple, type in Piper's Dojo on YouTube and you can go and check it out. And uh, yeah, it's entitled How to Travel to the UK with Your Pipes. Now, yeah, this was a topic on the podcast a while ago about traveling with your pipes and stuff. I think we were speaking about it before the worlds, actually, uh, as people were going to be jumping on airplanes and headed over to Glasgow. So Andrew has some amazing insight and as to how to travel with bagpipes. So, yeah, a bit of a shameless plug for him. So I'm not going to get into the details of the video. I'll leave that for you to go and check out yourself when your free time. 
yeah, go and check it out on YouTube. Type in Piper's Dojo and check out Andrew's video. Um, if anything, he's been doing this now recently. He's been vlogging a lot. He's been like doing like little blog, video blog, diary kind of things. It's really interesting. So it is. You know, that kind of looks at. He gives you lots of tips and tricks and you know practice pointers and things and as well as what he's doing in his everyday life. So of course that detailed the time where he was actually travelling to London to take place on the big solo event there. So yeah, he gives us some tips on how to travel with your pipes. Well worth a look, definitely. So go and check it out, Piper's Dojo on YouTube. And if you do check him out, drop him a wee comment on the comment section, hashtag Big Rab Show, with a wee smiley face, and tell him we sent you. <laughs> there you go, right. <laughs> That's really cheeky, isn't it? Ooh, you're a chancer, Rab, you're a chancer. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Let's talk about news that we dropped last week, and we didn't really discuss it that much because not much was known but the Glasgow Tattoo has closed its doors. Yeah, last year, the Glasgow Tattoo started. It had its inaugural one, you know, the very first one, whatever. Is that even the right word, inaugural? It had its very first one, the premiere, I think. And, yeah, opened the doors and, by all accounts, was a complete success. It had a lot of pipe bands involved. And, of course, the event itself was just huge. Ticket sales, were just, the place was sold out. It was an incredible event. But then we got the shock announcement that the event in February next year isn't going to happen. Now, this was really, yeah, just shocking, I think is the only word for it. But a lot of people were like, what? What's going on? So, as a result, the rap show seems to be stuck in the middle. And we've got a load of people asking us, what happened? Why did they cancel? Now, I will hold my hands up. I'm not part of the organising team at all. You know, I'm just a fan. I love the Belfast tattoo. I think it's an amazing event. And the Glasgow one's just the same. So, yeah, I had a look on their social media and all I could find, really, was an official statement. And it reads as follows, verbatim. It is with great regret that due to the circumstances beyond our control, the management of the Glasgow tattoo 2018 have taken the difficult to cancel the Glasgow Tattoo 2018. I think they're missing a word there. Difficult decision. Uh, This is not a decision we took lightly, nor a decision we wished to make, but one we had to make in the interests of all. We appreciate the inconvenience this will cause, and for that we are sorry. We would ask you to make arrangements with the box office uh, you bought tickets from to organise a refund. Now... That's the statement. Doesn't really tell us um, exactly what happened, other than to say that they had to make the decisions. Uh, they had to make the decision to cancel. Uh, yeah, in the interests of all. So, whatever it is, it sounds pretty terrible. So I'm really, my heart goes out to the organising committee and the guys who work so hard to put this event together. It's never easy when stuff like this happens and even you know for the organizers for the acts or even for the people who've bought tickets and stuff it's just nobody wins it's a terrible situation and yeah my sympathy goes out to everyone there at the Glasgow tattoo team <sighs> horrible horrible I think is the only thing so for those of you out there who have got tickets for the tattoo I know there's quite a number of you who have uh, on the recommendation of our show uh, we're now telling you if you have got tickets Go to the box office you bought them from and ask for a refund. And they will very quickly let give you your money back. And that's that's pretty simple. So, yeah, sorry to everyone. <laughs> no tattoo. No Glasgow tattoo next year. Which is a really, really gutting, uh, to be honest. But, because yeah, I was kind of looking forward to it myself. I was hoping to fly over. Uh, anyway, that's another topic altogether. So, it's not happening. There you go. Sad news for Glasgow. Who knows, we may well have a Glasgow tattoo in 2019. Who knows? But one thing I do know for certain is that the Liverpool tattoo is still happening in 2018. So that'll be one that we'll definitely want to get along to. Right, on to further news. Let's get a little bit selfish, of course, and talk about ourselves, The Big Rab Show. Now, I did mention briefly, I think, on last week's podcast about The Big Rab Show Christmas box. Yay! Free stuff, baby! Yeah, free stuff. We have had a massive, a, 
I still can't believe it to this day. Uh, we have opened the doors and asked manufacturers and suppliers of piping and drumming equipment to get in contact with us on the show and donate a prize. What we were going to do with this donation was put it in a Christmas box and give it away to you guys as a Christmas gift. So, yeah, it's, see the amount of reaction we have gotten from from manufacturers from around the world and suppliers around the world. It's simply incredible. I cannot stress to you guys the generosity of pipers and drummers and suppliers and manufacturers around the world. It's just nuts. I thought, to be honest, I might get a, a book or maybe a CD here or there uh, and that would be about it. You know, the Christmas box would maybe consist of maybe two, three items at the very most. Well, We've now received so many donations of prizes for the Christmas giveaway, we now have to have two giveaways. Yes, two Christmas boxes, baby! <laughs> yeah, I'm altogether too excited. Two Christmas boxes. We're going to have two because we're going to split them. One giveaway for pipers, one giveaway for drummers. Now, this is all, of course, going to be carried out on our Facebook page. So if you haven't yet and you've only just discovered the podcast, please do go and check out The Big Rab Show on Facebook because, yeah, if you're a piper or a drummer, you're going to want to get your hands on this free stuff because some of the items that we have been donated and given to us, <sighs> I want them myself. They're just amazing. You know, I almost felt like being cheeky and saying, I don't really want to give that away. Can I keep it? <laughs> But no, I would not dare. So, yeah. To all the companies who have donated so far, I have to say a massive thank you so much. You're all way too generous. It's incredible. And if anything, the listeners of The Big Rab Show are going to really benefit from it. So, yeah. I cannot wait to bring this to you guys. We do hope to launch it this weekend. Yes. So... There you go. That's the plug. We are closing the doors to the manufacturers out there and the suppliers that uh, who have been donating, and they're still coming in. Like even today, I got another email. So, yeah, we are closing the door to the manufacturers because, yeah, the generosity knows no bounds, and I think the list is just getting ridiculous now. So, <laughs> you're going to give way too much stuff. So, yeah, we're going to have the first giveaway launched this weekend, Saturday. So. If you're only listening to this now and say it's like Sunday next week or whatever, possibly you could be too late. But I would urge you, please go and check out the Big Rab Show Facebook page. It'll be launching on Saturday. Okay, so this is November 15th. So, yeah, Saturday. (laughs) It's going to be well worth it. Trust me, for you pipers and for you drummers. Some of this stuff, man, it's incredible. I can't talk about it yet. That's the thing. I can't give away what, what we're what we're giving away. But oh, there's some prizes on here that are just simply amazing. So, yeah, please, if you haven't yet, check us out on Facebook. Give us that like. Not all-important follow and everything. So once the giveaway launches, then you have the chance to enter. And you can win. Free. So there you go. Right, one final little plug before we wrap up the piping news this week is Brushian and District Pipe Band are throwing a country music night on the 28th of November. Yeah, Brushian and District. Must be country music fans up there because we have some amazing singers featuring Louise Morrissey, Farmer Dan, Owen Mack and Andy McGranahan. Now, I did ask about Farmer Dan and I said, is that really his name? I said, yeah, Farmer Dan. He actually has quite a big following here in Ireland. Right, okay. Okay, now I'll hold my hands up. I'm not much of a country music fan. I know I'm going to get a load of people going, What? Are you crazy? I can listen to country. Don't get me wrong. But mm, it's just not my bag. You know, it's just not my thing. It's just, yeah, it doesn't ring my bell. But that's not to say that this event is not going to be for you because this is quite a big event. Tickets are a tenor and available from any band member of Brashean and District Pipe Band. Contact them through their social media and they will hook you up with tickets. Doors open at 7.15 and again that's in Brashean Community Centre on the 28th of November. Going to be a great night's crack with singing and dancing into the wee hours. So definitely worth checking out. So that's for Brashean and District doing a bit of fundraising there. Right. I shall throw my script away. Be gone, script. <sighs> and it's that time of the week again. 
time for me to throw up my heels, make myself a cup of tea. It's time, finally, for the topic of the week. LoneStarPiper.com The little pipe and drum supply in the heart of Texas. Proud to be firefighter owned and operated. With 10 years in the industry, they are dedicated to providing friendly, professional, personalized service. Featuring many of the most popular brands for bagpipers and drummers, as well as custom kilts and highland wear. Feel free to shoot them an email with questions about custom orders or to get a quote for special pricing on larger orders at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com. Check them out. Pipe Band Hub. Promoting the pipe band scene since 2011. For all your news, results and performances, follow them on Facebook, Twitter and with over 250 performances on their Audio Mac site to choose from, make the Pipe Band Hub your first choice online when you pick up your phone. Looking to book more gigs? Or maybe you're just a busker looking for more work. House of Piping connects bagpipers with clients looking to hire. Member profiles include an image gallery, contact information, a link to your website, and audio-video recordings, all with full 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit houseofpiping.com forward slash bigrabshow for an exclusive membership discount. Again, that's houseofpiping.com forward slash bigrabshow and get piping. The Big Rap Show on Fuse FM, Balamont. Tuesday nights, 7pm to 9. They are the show for the piping folk. Reflecting everything from the bagpiping world. Celtic music, folk music, solo piping and of course, pipe bands. Bagpipes are your thing? Tune in to The Big Rap Show. The Big Rap Show, Tuesday nights, 7 till 9, on Fuse FM, Balamone. <laughs> yes, cup of tea time. It's time for the topic of the week. And yeah, a special shout out, of course, goes to our patrons. We haven't talked about them yet, of course. We have to give them a shout out in each and every show because they're awesome. So shout out goes to Brandon Moreno, House of Piping that you've just heard, and of course, Lone Star Piper that you've just heard as well. So thank you guys. You guys are Amazing supporting what we do here on the show. And if you do want to help support what we do and help us up our content and our quality, please go and check out our Patreon page. It really does count for a lot. I'm not coming cap in hand and telling you you must pay for the podcast because the podcast will continue. You know, the guys at G1, they're keeping the lights on. You know what I mean? So the podcast will still happen. Um, So do not fear. We will still produce our amazing piping content. But what we're trying to do is up our game. Yeah, we want to have real high-def audio quality bringing it to you in your ear holes. Plus, <laughs> high-def high visuals with, who knows, drone footage or something. I don't know, imagine flying a drone into the middle of a circle, in the middle of a competition. What would a judge do? Wow, that would be fun, wouldn't it? This thing going, in the middle of a pipe band. Yeah, mm. interesting. And do you know of some pipe bands right now who have filmed their uh, rehearsals? with drone footage. I think Loman and Clyde did it last year. They filmed a band practice with drone footage and everything, and it looked amazing. You know, the camera basically starting off in the centre of the circle and then flying way, way up and everything, get a big aerial shot of the band. Looked class. But, yeah, I don't think that'll happen in the competitive world where you're coming on playing an MSR and somebody flies a big drone right in the middle of it. Anyway, I'm talking about drones when I should be talking about the worst Piper in the world. Yeah. This podcast this week (laughs) seems to be a bit YouTube-centric. But this was a video I got sent to me by a good listener of the show, David. And, yeah, he wanted to kind of remain anonymous. He was happy enough for me to use his first name. Yeah, so, David. He sent me this YouTube clip of, apparently, the world's worst bagpiper. Now... There are actually a few clips of this guy. He seems to be quite famous. Now, I'll summarise the video first of all. 
for those of you who haven't checked out this clip yet, and I think that will maybe only be like half a dozen of you, because this created quite a storm on our social media page. We shared it out on our Facebook page and asked people to comment on his performance. And you talk about a conversation. Well, I tell you what, I'll play you the clip. Here's some audio, okay? (laughs) Now, brace yourselves, all right? Perhaps even adjust your volume settings. If you're listening to my voice now, I'll do my best to try and balance out the levels and everything. But keep in mind, yeah, this is the world's worst bagpiper, apparently. So, yeah, here he is. So here we are, more torture from the worst piper in the world. Who seems to only know one tune. And he doesn't even know that terribly well. Don't encourage him. So to summarize what you're hearing right now, this guy is playing on a main street in Scotland. He's dressed in a kilt and a shirt, uh, basically looking like any other regular bagpiper. However, there is one main difference. He's not blowing his bagpipes. What he has behind him in a large black plastic bag, of course to keep the rain off, is what looks to be an air compressor. Or even better still, it looks to be a vacuum cleaner with a giant hose attached to the blow stick of the pipes. So this thing is going behind him and blowing air into his bagpipes. So he's not even standing blowing. Okay, he's just holding them under his arm and playing the chanter. Now as you've just heard, (laughs) this air compressor doesn't do a very good job of blowing because his tone is absolutely terrible. By the looks of things, or even the sounds of things, I don't think he's really tuned them at all. Plus, I think he really only knows one tune. (laughs) Or maybe even half of the Skyboat song and a little bit of Scotland the Brave. But here he is. Apparently... Whenever I was looking at the comments and things on this video on YouTube, this guy was on that street for over three hours. Now, as this fella is making this noise, I can't call it music, I'm sorry. But as he's producing this, um, people are actually putting money in his pipe box. In front of him is his pipe box and it has it sitting wide open and people are actually throwing money into the pipe box. Which really... Makes the mind boggle. And you're thinking, why Why are you giving this dude money? I don't know, it's incredible. But then again, we're piping fans, so we can look at it and think, what is he doing? Now, let's talk about the conversation we had about this guy on our Facebook page. <clears throat> because there would seem to be two sides of the argument. Okay. <clears throat> Now, we had such people as even Wally from the Red Hot Chili Pipers got involved. You know, so there were some quite really well-known people from the piping world getting involved in this conversation. So, yeah, I will do my best to summarize. Now, is this guy the world's worst bagpiper? Or even quite possibly the world's laziest bagpiper by hooking up an air compressor? (laughs) Terrible. There was two sides to the argument. 
Number one was those who were in support of him. They were saying, ah, oh, perhaps he's only learning and, you know, learning how to blow pipes and everything and learning how to play a tune. It's really difficult and maybe he was down on his luck and uh, this was his only way to make a pound or two. And, you know, he's only trying to make a living and come on, stop being so rough on him. He's only trying, you know what I mean? Everybody had to start somewhere. You know, we all sounded like squeaking and squawking and terrible whenever we were all learning. And, ah, come on, give the guy a break. He's not the world's worst, you know. Yeah, sure, he's no Wally McCallum or Roddy McLeod, but he's trying, you know what I mean? Now, that was one side of the argument. The other side of the argument was like this. Oh, my God, put them in the box. That is terrible. What are you doing? An air compressor? Are you serious? Some people took it as far as he's making a mockery of what we do. He's up there and making those things squeal, squawk, squeak. And this is what tourists believe bagpipes sound like. In the video, and this is what angered me. (laughs) This is what got my blood boiling. In the video, you could quite clearly see a bunch of tourists were walking past. And they were like, oh wow, a bagpiper. And you could see a lot of them were like, that doesn't sound too good. Uh, Maybe one of them throws like a couple of pounds in the box, but they all very quickly walked away. Now, my concern is, is that those tourists who were there visiting Scotland wanted to hear Scotland's national instrument, which is, of course, the Highland bagpipe. And this guy is on the street corner strangling the life out of these things, making it sound just absolutely terrible. And the problem is, is that these tourist people will walk away thinking, that's what bagpipes sound like. You know what I mean? So if they ever had the opportunity to go and hear Field Marshal, or to go and hear Inverary, or any of these big bands, or to get to hear any amazing solo artists, as soon as they hear the word bagpipe, they're going to remember that dude on the street corner, with an air compressor, and that thing going, Wah! So that was their vision of bagpipes, and that's what they'll take with them. And they'll tell stories about, oh yeah, I went to Scotland, and I heard bagpipes, They sounded absolutely terrible. Who the heck would ever listen to them? Now, the argument was from the people who were slagging the guy off and saying, yeah, he was terrible, was pretty reasoned, to be fair. Now, in my own personal opinion, I do think perhaps, yeah, ditch the air compressor. If you're going to play the bagpipes at all, play the bagpipes. You know... Why bother hooking up an air compressor and letting it do the work for you? (laughs) When it doesn't even do the work for you. You know what I mean? Anyway, but my argument is, is he clearly didn't know how to play. Whenever you listen to him there in that short clip, he knew that little line from the Skyboat song or whatever. And he knew that little bit from Scott and the Brave. And that was it. But the problem was he was there for over three hours. How could you produce three hours worth of material from that? I don't know. So people were saying, ah, cut the guy a break, give him some slack. You know, uh, you're being too harsh on him. We all had to start somewhere. Um, Perhaps he's only learning, you know. The argument was, yeah, we all did start somewhere. Yeah, we all made those noises. We all squeaked and squawked and farted our way through Scotland the Brave at one point. But the point of the matter was, we didn't do it as a public performance. We all practised in our bedrooms. We practised in our house, or in our garage. You know, we took it away from public eyes. So the only time we really came round to a public performance, we were ready. We were able to proficiently play a tune from start to end. Granted, maybe the tuning wasn't 100%. Maybe the blowing wasn't all there. We might have missed quite a few grace notes and strikes and stuff. But essentially, we were able to get through a tune from start to end. And not like that. Which was just horrendous. Very clearly, someone had shown this guy, uh, like, I don't know, half a tune. And said, here you go, pal. Take them pipes with you. You make a bob or two. And that's exactly what he's done. Clearly, he's found that blowing these bagpipes is 
tiring work. So how can I get around that? I know. Air compressor. Brilliant. Great. I can stand there for hours and just go... Oh, my word. Now, I am very aware that the people who were saying go easy on him and were being way too harsh on him, I am very aware that a lot of people were saying that us as piping fans can be elitist and that we're not accepting of learners or beginners and that bag piping is, you know, bad piping is not bad piping. It's just someone learning. The problem is with this guy is he has a bit of a track history. Whenever you look back through his YouTube clips, there are many different people filming this guy over a number of years where he's doing exactly the same thing. The tunes haven't changed. The air compressor remains the same. (laughs) The outfit remains the same. And the terribly tuned bagpipes remain the same. And, yeah, I don't think the guy was learning. I think, yeah, he's quite happy with making whatever amount of money he is busking that day. (sighs) Yeah, grim. So there was no progress there, I guess, was what I'm trying to say. I guess... No matter what side of the fence you may be, you know, you may be trying to defend this guy and saying, ah, come on, he's just a busker. He's not playing competitively. Why are we being so harsh on him? You know, come on, he's only trying to make a pound or two. Where's the harm in it? You know, us piping fans, we're so elitist. We don't give anybody a chance. You know, when someone comes along and they're trying, why do we try to cut them down? Well, I would throw the shoe on the other foot. Say you were a classically trained violin player and you were walking down the main street one day and you heard someone scraping their way through some kind of a weird version of a Mozart tune, you know, or a symphony or whatever. Would you not have a word with them and say, here, pal, put that away. That sounds terrible. Because they're doing an injustice to the instrument and the medium. Now, granted, single-handedly, single-handedly, this fella is not going to collapse the piping world. You know what I mean? Because buskers like this, you can trip over them. They're everywhere. Even here in Northern Ireland, we have hundreds of buskers like this who pipe on the main streets. And a lot of them, no harm, but a lot of them can be pretty dodgy. Now, to be fair, a lot of the buskers that I've heard here in the UK specifically, they're quite good. Because they do go through a bit of a vetting process where they have to audition and before they're allowed, allowed loose on our streets to provide us with music. So I'm just wondering, did this guy go for an audition? Did somebody in his district council area sit and watch this guy and say, Yeah, he's a great piper. Get him on the street. The tourists will love him. That's what begs belief. I really, I don't understand it. Now, I know I'm a massive piping fan. Perhaps I could be being a bit harsh. But it's whenever I've seen those tourists come up and their faces crinkled. And they're like, oh, what is that? What is he doing to that poor thing? Is that, what is that sound? And, you know, within a matter of minutes, they walked away. They couldn't stick it. As anybody would. But I remember one time specifically myself, I heard a busker playing in Edinburgh. Now this was in the Royal Mile, you know, with all the shops and everything. It's very busy. It can be very noisy. Like, it's a main city. It can be incredibly hectic. But I heard this piper playing. And he was amazing. And I actively went from one end of the street to the other to go and hear this dude play. Now he was playing fantastically well he was a young fella he was about 16 17 playing big big tunes hornpipes and reels and jigs and he really got the crowd going you know the crowd loved the music and yeah he was making you know money they were putting money in his pipe box and all say patting him on the back and say oh you're awesome play us another tune for me that's a job well done he's representing the bagpiping world and saying look how cool this is what you think that's cool wait till you hear this tune you know and away it goes again with another big blistering set i'm not saying you have to play big blistering horn pipes and everything but you know his pipes sounded well and that 
you know, in itself was something. He was in tune. <laughs> and his technique was right. His notes actually sounded like notes. There was no crossing noises. There was none of the... <sighs> none of the mistakes this dude was making. Because for one, he was blowing them. He was actually blowing his own bagpipes. <gasps> Shock! I know. I don't know. So this raised the topic, and I wanted to bring it here to the podcast. Are we being too har- harsh on this dude by calling him the worst bagpiper in the world? <sighs> it's up for debate. Is he just a learner trying to make a pound or two? And... Yeah, he's doing what he can. I don't know. Or is he there trying to sabotage the piping world by showing people just how bad bagpipes can sound and, yeah, completely put off anyone from ever looking near anyone playing pipes? You know, ah, oh, zap the damn thing sound like. Ugh, God, I don't want to listen to them. So, hmm. Two sides to the coin. Now, someone did argue that if he is a complete beginner and he's a learner, this was filmed in Scotland. Scotland has thousands and thousands of free tuition classes all around the country. Even the same here in Northern Ireland. You can go to the end of your street and find someone who's learning how to pipe. Or even someone who's teaching. And you can get lessons for free and they will show you how to play the thing properly. So if this dude actually wanted to represent the piping world and was a learner, you know, there was a way he could have tried to at least improve his technique. But as it showed, whenever you search on YouTube, this guy has a number of videos over a number of years and it has remained the same. So it started a big conversation online with a lot of people saying that we were being too harsh on him, we were being elitist, and some people saying... Oh my God, you're doing so much damage. Put those in the box and never bring them out again. So there was two extremes. I guess, what is your opinion on busking? Now, I'm not saying that take bagpipes away from the folk music scene or the band scene and, or even the solo scene and you know, take them onto the street and start playing them. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that if you're going to be a busker, try and do it right. You know, please don't disrespect the instrument, I guess, is what I'm saying. Like, you wouldn't get yourself a grand piano and start thumping it with a hammer. You know what I mean? (laughs) Because essentially that's what he's doing with his bagpipe. Like, a bagpipe is a finely tuned instrument that needs to be kind of treated delicately. And here he is hooking up an air compressor to it. You know, God knows how much PSI is going through that bag. Anyway, so I guess... Yeah, if you're going to be a busker, fine. But try and just, yeah, try and pay heed to some of the fundamentals. Even if you can't pay heed to all of them, that's fine. No, that's grand. We all understand you're busking. You're just there to make a pound or two. That's fine. That's grand. But an air compressor, seriously? And you're there bagpiping when you don't really know any bagpipe tunes? All the way through to start, to, you know, from start to finish. <laughs> uh, I don't know. This YouTube clip started a war on our social media. I have to be honest. A lot of people with very polarized opinions and a lot of big names in the piping world got involved in the argument. And I'm trying to do my best to summarize it. Unfortunately, it is kind of tainted because I am biased. I am a piping fan. And my own opinion would be, please go and learn how to play first before you go and do that. And definitely lose the compressor. But, (laughs) I don't know. Perhaps you guys can be thinking the total opposite from me. But hey, I would love to know your thoughts. Email me in, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the worst bagpiper in the world. See, even saying that sounds a bit harsh. You know, it does sound harsh. Because I'm supposed to be encouraging people to go and play. And I would love to hear this dude finally, you know, start playing properly. You know, I would just love him to get all the way through the Skyboat song. Even once. Even even through Scott and the Brave. Once. But I don't think during all of the recordings I've listened to... He hasn't. Never. 
ever got through a whole tune. So, I don't know. Right, guys, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Sorry for bending your ear on kind of a controversial topic that seems to polarise opinions. But that's what the podcast is about. I'm here to talk about what I want to talk about. So, (laughs) there you go. If you do have a suggestion for topic of the week, I'd love to hear from you. Or even, in general, I'd just love to hear from you. Because we didn't get any listener mail this week. Which kind of sucks. So, yeah, please do email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, also, give us your opinion. (laughs) On the worst bagpiper of the year. Right, guys. Next week's podcast will roll around the corner before you know it. So please do subscribe to iTunes, to ourselves, or even, of course, give us that all-important follow on Podbean so you'll never miss an episode as soon as I click that upload button. Yeah. Until next week, guys. We will see you here on The Big Rab Show, as always. And, yeah, where's the opening rolls? Where are they? Where? Uh, I think I can hear them. There you go. Right. That's me. I'm out the door. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Many thanks to our sponsors, G1 Reads, raising the benchmark throughout all the grades. Winning 8 out of 9 possible world championship performances, G1 Reads are played by bands around the world, producing that quintessential tone. If you don't believe me, just listen to our current world champions in Verarian District. Until next time, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.